to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 158 for September 7th, 2017. This week, we talk about having kids, Stephen King movies, curved monitors, and other curved things, K-pop, the mysteries of red velvet cake, and our opinions on jockstraps and thongs. So stick around for... The show! One, two, three, clap! Ooh! Ooh, doggy! Mm-hmm. How you doing, Ravioli? Hi, everybody! Hello! Also, uh, I'm here, I'm queer, and I'm currently surrounded by 80 different forest fires. Oh my god, well... Here I am, I'm gonna burn up, know, y'all, goodbye! Breathe deep, honey. Mm-hmm, oh, Breathe girl. up that smoke deep. Trust me, it was like, it was Monday, it was a recording us on Wednesday, and this, a couple days ago, Labor Day, was that what it was? Is that what the holiday mm-hmm. was on Monday? I can't keep track of the days of the week, I don't know what month it is, when I don't know don't what time work, it is. every day's Labor Day, huh, Ravioli? Mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly, though. <laughs> honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I woke up at 6 a.m. because apparently the smoke levels here in Montana, like the wind shifted. I don't know, like the, the tides and periods. I don't know. But something happened and the wind shifted and all of the smoke came towards Missoula. And it was like apparently like Beijing mainland China level smog, like air quality. And so the advisory was like, no one should go outside unless you have a fucking respirator. So I stayed inside on on uh, on Labor Day or Memorial Day, oh, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, so I hope everyone else is just breathing, breathing good air because I sure fucking ain't. So that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I feel like all air is going to be like that in like five years. Right. When the, years when the robots take all of our jobs and the air quality is just so. smog. I hope so. I'm ready. I'm re- that's the price I'll pay for robots taking my jobs. Okay? Exactly. I want a robot a that man. I just ride around on like in Wally. I want a robot that rides me around. Ooh, girl. That's a whole ooh, different podcast. Actually, that's no, it's different. That's a whole different type of robot. Mmm, ooh, girl. Damn. Well, I just got back from uh, D.C. yesterday. Oh, yeah. You um, were on your, your bi-weekly trip to see your lover, your man. I was, I was. And this was a rather uh, interesting trip, which I which I think led to some questions in my life. Some life questions? Oh, my it God. This an, sounds like such an, a oh very honey. eventful trip. I was questioning everything in my life. Um, so I kind of expected this for this trip. But um, so a couple that my fella, they're like family to mm-hmm. him. And they were, they've been expecting a baby. And their due date was during my trip this time. And I've met them. Like they have a four-year-old and uh, we've babysat him a few times. Like love them. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and my fella's been like on call to take care of the four-year-old like when they go into labor. Yeah, when she's ready to pop. Exactly. And so I knew it was I knew it was probably going to happen this this during this trip and it it's sure just, enough it's it did. It's just so inevitable. Like I don't know what happens. Like they always have to give birth when they're pregnant. It's so annoying. I guess so, you know. Keep like, it in. Yeah, Keep right honestly like hold it. Fucking no, hold I, she it. She was ready. I think she was more than ready to mm-hmm. get rid of that thing. Yeah, I'm um, sure she was over it. But we got the call like early on Friday. And so it took us about an hour to get there. You know, we we woke up the four year old and we were like, oh, you know, like mommies are going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, your little brother's coming. Mm-hmm. And um, so we spent the day with him. And then we ended up staying with him with them. Like they came back on Saturday with the new baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but we ended up staying with them until Monday just to help out. Yeah. Like, you know, like keep the four-year-old entertained so that they could deal with the baby so that they could sleep because, you know, it had been rough. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I basically babysat a four-year-old from Friday to Monday. That is a that is a lot. That is a job. It was, let me tell you, like, okay, the first couple of days I was like, oh, this is fun. Like, we're, you know, he's creative. We're doing like interesting things. We helped him ride his bike. We took him to the park. We watched a lot of He-Man. Do you mm-hmm. know what He-Man is? I mean, I, I remember He-Man from like the 80s. Yeah, I think it's that one. It's that cartoon, which okay. I had never seen it before. It's pretty good, mm-hmm. actually. But oh he God. insisted on watching it in Spanish and German. So okay, well, he's, there a, was that. He, he's a very bilingual. He's a very uh, creative he kid. He's learning Spanish. And I was like, why the hell do you want to watch this fucking show in German? But you know what? Obviously, it, I mean, it was I couldn't curse. And so I didn't curse for like four days. Oh, which my is God. The longest I've ever gone. Holy shit. Oh my goodness gracious! Like I, I love forget that, that about kid children, to death, but 
like after, you know, like day Ed, during day three, I was like, okay, mommy needs his alone time at this mm-hmm. point. Mommy you needs know, his, like, his 10 o'clock drink. Brain is, <laughs> like, I don't know, man. It was, it was a blast. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm super glad we got to help out and stuff, but it, it, it just like sealed the fact in my mind. I was like, I do not want a kid. Yeah. Although the newborn was great. Oh my God. He was super cute. I held him. You got to hang out with like a fresh out of the oven fucking human being. Yes. Like day two, day one of his life, I held him and I was like, oh my God. Like a squishy little fresh slime ball. I want one of those things. It was, yeah. like a, it was like an upgraded Furby. Actually, it was better than a Furby. It oh, my, okay. Honestly, that is a horrible comparison, but it's so true. <laughs> it it literally cry? is. Yeah, you know, it doesn't require batteries. It just kind of like poops a little bit, like yeah. green stuff. Apparently, they sleep a lot, like right after their firstborn. And like he had to get... You know, like when you're first born, they run tests on you and they like check your blood sugar and whatnot. So they like prick you between your toes. Mm-hmm. And he just he slept through it. And I was like, oh, my goodness. This oh my baby's God. perfect. What a He's strong perfect. human being. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that was actually a lot of fun. I enjoyed the new baby a lot. But then I was like, this baby's going to talk. Yeah, this and baby's going to start screaming and yelling. Then you get it out of here. Okay, yeah. then it's out of here. Once this baby starts having its own personality, I don't want it. Yeah. It's out. It is fun to have like, you know, like the the four-year-old, he wants to play with you. He mm-hmm. looks up to you. Like, I don't know, you, you, you can bring this human joy and they ask for you when you're not there. Oh, my God. But then I was like, you know, no thanks. You know, I just, you know? I'm just having this thought of a small human looking up to you. I know. You know, I'm just great. I just mm. shape and I mold young minds. Yeah, I cannot believe they let you alone with that kid. They <laughs> It is it is fun though cuz like I I have never babysat before. Yeah. Like for an extended period of time or anything. Mm. And but it, you sort of it like kicks into your brain. You're like, "Okay, this kid's got to eat. They've got to be clean. They got to mode activated." Teeth. Right. And so it's interesting to see that side of you come out. Mm-hmm. But then I can also like I respect parents so much. Like yeah. I had this kid for like four days, and and you were my introverted. Well, I think it was just my I I could have kept going, but like my introvertedness was like okay, you need to be alone for maybe like twenty minutes. Yeah, it sounds so, like, like that this kid was very like go go go, like uh, had to be distracted by is. a bunch of things, like always wanted to be doing something. He sounds very extroverted as a child. Right, he is. He's he's sort of a little ham. He mm-hmm. likes to be the center of attention, which is super cute. Yeah. And he is like literally the most adorable, precious child I've ever known in my life. Mm-hmm. Like so much better than like, you know, my cousin's kids and stuff who. He's just well behaved and just a good, a good soul. Good soul. Like, right. His his parents are bringing him up super well. He's like open minded. Oh, my whereas, God. Like, you know, like my cousins or, you know, certain children in the South that I have known. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, why do you talk like that? Why do you dress like that? It's like, how about we you don't know? judge? Hmm? It's like, we don't judge people. Why don't you shut your goddamn mouth? Uh, but that- this kid's great. Like, he's, you know, he's been taught amazing things. He's got he's got two moms, mm-hmm. uh, which is great. So he's got a he's got a really great chance, I feel like. Oh, this kid sounds like he's going to slam some great pussy in about 15 years. <laughs> God. <laughs> God. Well, or, or maybe not. Maybe he's gay. Who knows? It, after it was judge. all over, I had to just like curl up in a ball for oh just like an afternoon. Right. Like and just like just, completely just, decompress. Right. My fella was great with it, though. Like when he could tell when I needed a break. So he would sort of take over. I would take like sort of an extra long shower mm-hmm. to be alone. To cry a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Like I can see why parents go to the bathroom and cry. It's you the know? safe space. The I adult safe space. I get it, parents. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, oh my God! Have well, you it, ever? It's, it sounds like, like I, you just but, had a wonderful, crazy time. Like, damn, you learned so much about fun. yourself. I did. I definitely learned I don't want a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's I like thought, a big decision to make. You know, like it is. And I'm glad I got this opportunity. It's like a test run. Yeah, you know? honestly, I feel like that. That's good. Like, you know, it, it, when you're getting to that age where you're like, I mean, I don't know if you're in this age where you want to settle down or whatever. Like, I kind of want to classify you, but you get to this age. I feel like where people around you are having kids, so obviously you're gonna think about it. And so it's nice having friends who have kids, so you can like have an like a fucking demo shareware WinZip kid that you can use for. <laughs> 
little bit and see if you like it or not before you actually commit and buy it. You know, it's true. It's true. Like that. It's what I've discovered about myself, because before, like we've babysat this kid before and I'm like, oh, he's so much fun. Like, this is so much fun. Mm hmm. But it was for a day and we didn't yeah. have to actually take care of him. We exactly. were just there to entertain him. So, you know, and it's this, like two completely was, different things. Right. Right. This trip was like, we got to keep this kid alive. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like this is a mission to survive. This is a mission. Exactly. Oh, my um, God. So the, I guess this was my first real encounter with that. And I was like, yeah, they're fun. They're fun. Mm -hmm. But, but they're not work. for me. Have you ever had like a moment where you've had to take care of a kid and it like seals in your mind whether or not you want one? No, I haven't given myself that opportunity because I am too terrified. Like, I know that I'll be able to take care of a kid if I have to. Like, I, I know I'll be able to do it, but I've never like allowed myself to be put in that situation where someone's like, oh, like, you know, Sam, would you be willing to take care of a kid? Albeit, like, most of the people who are having kids my age, I'm not friends with anymore because they all live in trailer parks. And and also, <laughs> the <laughs> also sure. a lot of my the other people around me that are having kids are kind of my older cousins who are like around your age and your your booze age, like kind of late 20s, early 30s. And I they're like, they don't live around me. And so most of my friends are are kidless. Like the people that I'm around are, are, pr are pretty kidless currently just because uh, it's kind of my age range. So I guess I really haven't had the opportunity. But if I if the opportunity arose at this time in my life, I'm just like so afraid internally, anxiously that I would break the child or something like that. I don't know what it is. It's like the maternal instinct is like it's a it's a it's not, the switch isn't even there to turn on right now. So I'm curious in a couple years, like if I would be comfortable giving myself that opportunity. I knew if it was a life or death situation and someone was like, you need to take care of my kid and keep it alive for four days or else everyone on the earth dies. I know I'd be able to do it, but it's one of those like life or death situations that I'd much rather not right now at this point in my life because I'm terrified. But I don't know. I guess that's just kind of me right now. Yeah. The one thing I definitely learned is when you have a kid, nothing is yours. Everything oh, yeah. is shared. Like <gasps> you start eating. Like I was like, I need, I need to run to the kitchen. I need to grab a cheese it right now. You, mm -hmm. The kid sees you eating one. They want the whole box. Uh oh. And like we would sneak candy in our pockets and like sort of eat the <laughs> he'd eat it on the fly, you know, for the oh, sugar rush. Oh my god! But <laughs> to Kevin, survive. And then like one time, one time the kid was like, um, "What's that candy smell?" And I was like, "Uh oh," because I had just eaten like a, a snuck a gummy shark. Uh oh. And I was like, "I, I don't know. It wasn't Maybe me. Your farts smell like candy. Suddenly, that mm -hmm. would be great. Mm, time to go to did. your room. Because mm -hmm. they don't smell like that now. Ooh, but yikes! It was cute. He's an adorable adorable kid i can't wait to babysit him again mm -hmm. but you know the it's kid your... the baby though yeah it was like all you basically have to do is not drop its head see even me i'm afraid i'm gonna drop it honestly it's really floppy it's like come on like this one's not done bacon Right, you know? exactly. They're like, Stick they're really, in. exactly. They feel unbaked. And I know that like newborns and infants at that stage are very like malleable in the sense where they're like literally not, they're literally soft. Like their they're skulls like made out of clay. are it's soft. Like, yeah, it's like squishy. literally you could, you could like shape it into whatever you want. Like dent its head or something. Yeah, it's like shit, girl. Um, But like I've, I've, I've held babies before. Um, I don't like holding babies, but I have when my cousins have had children. I have a cousin that has another bun in the oven along the way. So I'm inevitably inevitably going to have to hold that child. I just don't know what it is. I have this this mindset in my brain where it's just like a, it's like mayday, mayday, mayday. Whenever there's a child younger than like seven around, like whether it's a newborn or a toddler, <laughs> seven. I can't. Yeah, I have like a, I have a, a fucking threshold that's and a, I, I'm just like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm too I'm too afraid. I'm too fucking afraid of, of small little human beings. I feel like once they're two, they get decently unbreakable. Really? Like, I mean, this this kid, like, you know, jumps down the stairs. Mm -hmm. I woke up every morning to him crawling across my face. Oh, my God. Every good morning. morning. Every morning. <laughs> No wonder why you were crying in the shower. Well, you were talking about how, like, obviously you're more introverted. Is your your partner or your fella, I guess we should say, is he more extroverted? What would you, how would you classify well, we're him? we're both, we're both actually INTJs. Okay. So we're both introverted, but he is like, like, 
when we do, we've taken the test and it shows like the range, like mm-hmm. how introverted you are, I'm like way introverted. And he's only a couple points in. Like he's almost immediately in the middle between introverted and extroverted. Interesting. Okay, so, so he has a lot more external energy around people that he can expend compared yeah, to you. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't think it zaps him as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but I could have. I think I think most of the reason why it was kind of exhausting was because of the intensity of it. Yeah, it's like, like it's know, all go, we, go, go all the time. Right. The kid knew we weren't his parents. We were there to play with him. So mm-hmm. he always wanted to play. Yeah. So it was just like a constant, you know. Uh, yeah. Constant. Taking, you know, entertaining a mm-hmm. child. Totally. Whereas like if it was, you know, my kid, I would have been like, okay, you sit down and be quiet and watch TV for a while and mm-hmm. just let's all not talk. Mm-hmm. Mommy's got to go into the Mom. German sex dungeon and just like be s- have sensory deprivation for her hour of the day in order to recoup. God. Oh my God. I think I would need a like sensory deprivation box if mm-hmm. I had a kid. Just you could like. Ju- you could just go full Jodie Foster or, or, or I don't remember if it was Jodie Foster or Charlize Theron or someone in panic room. You need to have a panic room for your child. Not for your child, but for you to get away from your child. I feel like having a panic room for your child is like constitute for abuse. All parents need a panic room. Mm-hmm. All parents yeah, need a I panic room for themselves. Don't, don't lock your kid in one. Though, no, that's not. Sure. I'm not a parent, but I have a sneaking suspicion that's not good parenting. Probably not. Probably, Probably not. not. Well, congratulations. To, oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. You have to worry about like. I don't know what food you give the kid, like what they hear, what they Yeah, like I need to not poison them. I need to not teach them, you know, curse words. Right. I need to like teach them to have an open mind. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to like accidentally put one of my prejudices on them. One of one, like our parents put on us, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh man. Oh my God. It's terrifying. Yeah. It's like you're, they're always impressionable. His parents are amazing. I'd say he has more than a good chance in life well god bless his moms yeah god bless his moms they're great and it was i i liked helping them out Mm -hmm. i know that they needed it and it was good it was fun well you don't have to be daddy joe anytime soon but it sounds Mm -mm. like that you're a pretty good uncle joe Three Furbies are enough. I'm fine being the gay uncle figure. That's Honestly, great with me. I feel like that's like a pretty good shtick to have is to be the gay uncle. I agree. It's nice. Like my sister, I mean, your sister's gay, but like regardless, I guess that doesn't mean that she can't have kids. She'll honestly probably have, she probably want kids more because. I don't know if she, she's talked about it before, but really? I really, yeah, but I don't know when she would have them or what she would do or. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Where man. she would get them. Like, would she get them from Ikea? Sure. Would she get them from Where Home Depot? Like, I just, you do buy them on Amazon. There's so many questions. So many questions. Um, I feel like my sister doesn't want kids just about as much as me. Although that could change in a heartbeat, you know? Like, if she, like, gets together with some guy and the maternal switch, you know, flicks or whatever. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But every time we've talked about it, it's like, if we don't have kids by the time we're 35 or whatever, and we want to have kids, then we, like, want to adopt, like, a, a, a boy and a girl that are brother and sister and one of us will have one and the other will have the other or something i'm gonna like the parent trap exactly only it won't be um lindsay lohan unfortunately what what what's the point honestly like if you aren't gonna adopt a little baby lindsay lohan that's what i want i want a farm of little baby lindsay lohans you can you can pick from That'd be See, that's what I would be afraid of is my child turning into Lindsay Lohan. Like, oh, that's also yeah. why I don't want to be a parent is because if my child, if something happened and they turned out like Lindsay Lohan, I don't know what I would do with myself. Yeah, it, you could be Dina. You could be Dina Lohan. Um, my God. Yeah. I, looking at the family, I mm. think we know where some things went awry. Mm, yeah. Oh, Dina. Good old Dina. Good old Dina. Well, old I mean, Dina. good old Uncle Joe. I don't know if I want kids. I'll keep you. I'll keep everyone posted on the podcast if I ever have a kid. Keep us posted. Um, I do have an update for you on about having kids. No, on better something better, way better than kids. K-pop. Oh, did you listen to the rest of the playlist? Yes. So I listened to it all the way through. But <gasps> oh here's God. the thing that's been happening to me. Every time like I'm in my car, it starts the playlist over from the start. So I've listened to the first 10 songs in the playlist, however it categorized for me, more did than I have the rest. That you can skip songs? I don't I don't understand technology. I don't know. The, what, is this a feature? Sure. Is this in my car? I have car? no idea. I don't know what the first 10 songs on the playlist are because I have it randomized on my computer. Yeah. See, I don't know. I think it just, uh, it, I don't know what. I literally don't know because it's not alphabetical um, at all. Maybe it's alphabetical. No, it's not alphabetical backwards. Regardless, um, the first 10 songs 
are, are twice probably right yeah the first 10 songs are twice and red velvet like yes. tracks one okay, through 12 I'm looking at it now yeah um and so i basically hate everything from twice except for signal and tt you what what <laughs> <laughs> okay um tt yes that's the, mm-hmm. their best song ever and they'll never top it but and S- signal, signal signal's trash i know it's trash Signal is known as their worst song ever and i'm not i'm not surprised i think the reason yeah. why that i like it is because it's the first song on the playlist for me did you watch the music video yeah what the fuck was that where they turn into aliens at the the very end i wish they would stay aliens and never come back yeah Um, i like knock knock i I mean i I don't uh, like all all the songs like they're all they're all fine like they're none of the songs are bad they're Um, like they're generic pop songs totally um but then i get into russian roulette and i don't think i can pick a song that i hate no, like, there's not a single one from Red I think Velvet. my They're favorite right now is, I mean, I really like Russian Roulette, but I think my favorite right now is Rookie. And I think I just like... Rookie, I, Rookie, my yeah. super lucky bookie dookie. <laughs> is that the... Rookie, is that cookie, the, cookie, cookie, cookie. <laughs> I was like, I, is that the actual lyrics? Because I would believe you. <laughs> Question, though. There mm-hmm. isn't an L song or like there isn't an R sound in Korean, right? So why the fuck did they name a song song Rookie when none of well, them can really pronounce it Rookie? They all pronounce it Lucky. Let me tell you a little story. Okay, they please. say Russian roulette just fine. <gasps> also, oh, you're right. Wendy Holy speaks, shit. Wendy speaks native English. Where's she Wendy is, from? Isn't she from like Minnesota or something? She was born in South Korea, but she went to school in Canada. I think she lived in the U.S. for a little bit. She's mm. like, like absolutely fluent. Like she speaks English probably better than Korean. Mm. Um. And I don't, so I don't know why she's saying looky instead of rookie. And they say Russian roulette, so I don't know why they can't say rookie. Listen, this I is don't, a fucking I don't conspiracy. Know. Maybe they told them to say looky. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just like but, you could you could have just changed the song title to looky, and no one would have bat an eye. And they say ice cream cake. Yeah, they can do that. Well. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't, don't know, know what man. it is. It's something about rookie. Maybe it's like what words are around it or this mm. or the sound that comes after it. Because ruh, ruh, well, roulette and rookie both start with like R-O sounds. And they say roulette just fine. It would be interesting to find out like what the difficulty of saying certain um consonant sounds that don't exist in languages like when can they be said and when can they not it's interesting yeah exactly i'm very surprised you like rookie that was like immediately when it came out the press the like k-pop netizen whatever everyone hated it interesting and then like two days later it was like their best song ever after dum 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 and i think russian roulette are their highest and then like rookie was right after i totally see that like dum dum definitely I mean, yeah. I love them all. I think I don't I don't know what it is about ice cream cake. There's like a there's a piece in it that sounds like a like D-list Britney Spears song. And I, I can't remember oh, yeah. what part of it. But there's like a part in it that is reminiscent of like some Britney Spears song circa like Womanizer or something. I don't know exactly. I'll have to like find the reference for it. But I always think of it when it comes up. Um, But yeah, like Red Velvet's fucking popping. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, damn, right. girl. And I then, didn't put, uh, I don't think I put automatic on that list, but they have a music video. That one's my favorite, probably mm-hmm. Red Velvet song. It's like an R&B one. Ooh. And the music video is really good. It's very aesthetic. Ooh, the yeah, aesthetic, no. though. The aesthetic. Also, fucking Wee Woo. I'm kind of into Wee Woo. Wee. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a hoot and a holler. It is a hoot and a holler. I don't, I don't really like everything that's going on <laughs> in the lyrics. But I do kind of like wee, saying wee 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 wee. wee, wee, wee. It's fun. And their next, their uh, song after that is called, um, see what it, We Like. It's at the end of that playlist. I just, or maybe I oh, didn't okay. add it by the time I gave it to you. But yeah, they had, a, they had a comeback recently and they have a song called We Like. It's It has another super catchy part, just like Wee Woo. Oh, okay. Kristen. That is who we're talking about, by the way, mm-hmm. to everyone else. Yeah, they're good. That's only, uh, they've only had two releases, but they're, they're, they're getting up there. It's definitely super catchy. It is very catchy. And they had a good head start because two of their members were in IOI, oh. which was the group made from Produce 101, mm. that re- the reality show. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, obviously, you put, like, Taeyeon's entire album on here, which I understand because yeah, it's all really well, like, good. I don't think her whole album, but a lot of her 
songs, like a lot of her jams in general, I put on there. I think I put Girls' Generation's entire new album. Yeah, you did. It's at the end for me. And I, yeah. I, I, I've listened through it all the way through. I don't remember how I feel about it because it's like it's at the very end. And I, yeah. I, I need to do a couple more listens. Um, also, what I downloaded recently was um, Blackpink's Japanese EP. Yeah. Um, which has, I don't know, Joe was, I don't know if Joe's told this to the podcast, but Blackpink is like kind of how my gateway drug after Girls' Generation and the reason why I'm doing this right now, I'm like finally, finally doing it. Um, But all the raps are in English and they are like fucking fire raps in English. Like it is. Yeah, like, they're like surprisingly the lyrics, the translations are decent. Like, yeah. Like it sounds fucking dope. Lisa's always good at it, but I think Jenny like pulls it out of the bag too. Yeah, totally both of them. Um, And then you're like, "Where's Jisoo? Jihoo? Exactly, Mm -hmm. literally Jihoo. Wee woo wee woo, Jisoo." Although I read some cool, like an article about her this week, how she's like the chillest one out of all of them. Oh really? Like she doesn't let the haters get to her. Well, it's probably because it's someone shoots her with a fucking tranquilizer dart before every goddamn performance. <laughs> yeah, she looks pretty dead in the eyes. Pretty mm-hmm. dead. I mean, yeah. if I was in the group, I'd be the one dead in the eyes that couldn't dance either. So sure, sure. Um, basically, K-pop's jamming. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll. I, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna like take the second half of the playlist and put it to the front. So I can listen to those like oh, more and more. Good idea. I don't um, know if I put Priston's new stuff on there. Um, uh, if I didn't, uh, let me know and I can make a playlist of those songs. They I don't think you did. Had a, like usually I I always like the single, but then like usually the rest of the albums, I'm kind of like, meh. Yeah. Um, but they're like two or three other big jams on that album. It's pretty good. I think the only Priston song you have on here is Wee Woo. 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 Also, something interesting before I even got into Blackpink, when Taeyeon's second mini album came out, I listened to that a lot. And I like forgot about it. Like it's the one with Y. Yeah, the one with Y. Why? But the, for some reason, I don't see any Jessica in this playlist. Hmm. I wonder why. Hmm. Honey, Jessica Who? is where she belongs, which is on <laughs> no one's playlist, probably. <laughs> Oh my God, she just keeps trying. And I'm sorry, girl, you got to get a producer. And I'm sorry, girl, you got to get a lyricist. If you keep writing your own lyrics, you're just digging yourself into a grave at this point. Damn. She is so bad, like unimaginably bad at writing lyrics. Is she she still trying to put out shit? Like, I thought she was like taking a break to work on her fashion line. No, she came out with, so this was Girls' Generation's 10-year anniversary. She came out with her 10-year anniversary, too, album. I feel like that's just disrespectful. Well, it's to be fair, like, it, you know, it was her 10 year anniversary, too. Mm-hmm. So she did a little thing for the fans. And oh, my God, I don't even remember the name of the song. What fans? I tried to listen to it once. Yeah, exactly. That, too. <laughs> it's like, buy my album. P.S. Please buy my sunglasses. <laughs> please <laughs> buy my $200 sunglasses <laughs> that you can get at Walmart for 10 <laughs> God. Oh my God. She's she needs, really tricking people. That's what pisses me off. She like, needs to girl. team up with Xtina and they both need to like, they need to have a double copy sealed vinyl of Bionic and whatever well, the fuck Jessica's trying to pull out of her ass. See, the thing is though, Xtina's voice is bearable, you know? <sighs> oh shit. <laughs> oh my God. Is it shady in here? Or is it just me? Holy shit. Jessica's voice, like it's just, it stands out, which was always like it, it, I, it was almost like it added something special to the Girls' Generation songs, but I don't miss it now that it's gone. That's like, the I'm thing like, is okay. I, I thought, I, I mean, uh, uh, granted, I know nothing about Girls' Generation. I don't know anything about the meta. I, I just enjoyed their music and liked, you know, the drama. And so I thought that Gigi wasn't going to be the same without Jessica. And it's like, it's better. It's way better without Jessica. Like, I was like, what the fuck? I don't miss her at all. No, like, I... I feel like her voice almost stood out too much. Like it was a little grating when mm-hmm. mixed in with everybody else's. Not that it's a bad voice. Like she's got an amazing range. Yeah. And honestly, it kind of suits a solo career. But, you know, she doesn't have good people backing her up like a good producer no. and lyricist. Her, it's so the it's most, just shit. she sings the most basic ass 
Like this, the her lyrics are worse than fucking Disney songs, like Disney Yikes. Channel songs. Oof. Like the shit they give their pop stars that are mm. on the Disney Channel shows. It's well, so bad. Whoever, I mean, she's obviously not scraping the bottom of the barrel herself. She probably pays someone to scrape the bottom of the barrel for her. She's not paying them much. Mm, girl, and it's it definitely up. the bottom of the barrel, apparently. Mm-hmm. Sure Jesus, is. girl. I well, want to love her. I wanted, I wanna, but I can't. Not step yet. Step it up, girl. You're step. not floating by on your. She is like floating by on her girls' generation stuff. And girl, that was three years in the past for you. Step up three, Jessica. Step up three, Jessica. God. Oof. Well, I'll keep you posted on the rest of this play, um, K-pop playlist. Yeah. Of how totally. I feel. I'm gonna. De- I'm gonna leave. Um, the rest later because I don't really have many thoughts because I need to listen to them more for like right, the second half right. of the playlist. So I'll I'll bump that to the front in a couple weeks. I'll give you guys um more. But like hello, you guys should like check out fucking Red Velvet. Red Velvet, Blackpink, like hell yeah. But like Red Velvet right now, I'm like really, really chill. Yeah, with you Red know, Velvet. I just told them to do that like three years ago. But that's uh, cool. You know, that, listen to Sam too, I guess. No one listens if to someone me. Listens no one's to here you for about me. this and not me, I'm gonna be really pissed. <laughs> I mean, sure as hell, like, I didn't oh, listen to you. Sam finally told me to do it. I'm going to go do it. Oh, my God. That's the story of my life right there. Mm, the story. I mean, no one's listening to either of us. Let's be the real. The boy who cried red velvet. Oh, my God. The boy who <laughs> cried red velvet. You know what my least favorite cake is? Red velvet. What? Yeah. There's something no. about it. it. To me, I don't know what it is, but most red velvet cakes... And apparently this is a thing I read on a forum online somewhere like 100 years ago. So it's probably sure. false. Um, but it tastes like Play-Doh to me. And like, I didn't like Play-Doh. This is the thing. I didn't like eating Play-Doh growing up. Oh. And so I think it's a bad thing. See, Unlike I other people this on this, play- on this podcast. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure you and, and the kid, mm-hmm. I'm sure you didn't even make anything out of Play-Doh. You started eating it out of the tube. Oh, hell yeah, honey. Mm-hmm. Just, how else are you going to get those calories, honey? Right. And how, it's like, how else are like you going to gain those 10 lick. pounds? It's like a salt lick. You know, I feel like a horse. I mean. Gotta, that's how I get my like sodium levels. Disney horse one. Disney horse one. Oof, yeah, that's a tr- that's a trigger. Holy shit, that's a trigger. That's a <laughs> that's a failed meme from years ago. Ooh, ooh yikes. Um, so you, it tastes like play doh to you. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Hold on, red, hold on, red velvet, <laughs> play doh. <laughs> I don't know if any of this is even on the internet. Um, there's lots of play doh kits that make everything look like red velvet cake. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Oh, there's this like there's this this looks like fake news. This is splinternews.com. Some people what? are saying that it tastes like Play-Doh. I don't know. I like Splinter I don't I don't news. Hmm. I, I, yeah, no. I don't know. I don't know if this is real. If there's I, I'm here's what we'll do. Anyone on the podcast, does anyone agree with me? Does anyone think red velvet cake tastes like Play-Doh or is that just a me thing and I need to like take old Bessie out back and old Bessie is me cuz I don't know. Send us a tweet. Let me know cuz I'm curious too. I haven't heard this. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was like a thing. But what the thing that's weird to me is that like, isn't the only difference between red velvet cake and chocolate cake just like red food coloring? I don't think so. Well, I, I don't, don't know. know. I've never made it. But the icing's different too. It's like this white icing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now that you say that, I'm like, what? I don't, I don't think. Know. I think it's a different recipe. Really? Is red velvet cake just red chocolate cake we're gonna google this right here right now it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a podcast it wouldn't be a fucking podcast um maybe that's devil's food cake as well as oh i don't know the natural (laughs) tinting may have been the source of the name red velvet cake there's not a short answer to this i can't get to the bottom of it so here's two seconds i'm on an allrecipes.com site um a recipe for red velvet cake it calls for shortening white sugar two eggs um, two tablespoons of cocoa, which isn't much. Four tablespoons red food coloring, so that was, that's what makes it red. Salt, vanilla extract, buttermilk, all-purpose flour, baking soda, and white vinegar. So that's the cake, and the icing is milk, sugar, butter, vanilla extract, and a little bit of flour. So that's like a buttercream icing, I think. So it seems like a, it seems like a very basic cake recipe. Maybe it's the buttermilk that makes. Yes. I don't know what Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Well, I'm on a site right now that says red velvet cake versus chocolate cake dyed red. <gasps> oh, my a God. There's like an actual are under comparison. The impression, a lot of people are under the impression that red velvet cake is just chocolate cake dyed red. Mm. This is true in most cases of store-bought cake. Oh. Mm. oh. Mm. We're getting to the bottom of it. Um, the proper red velvet cake... Cake should taste a bit like chocolate cake, but should also have a hint 
of a sharp tang towards the end. I'm assuming the that's the buttermilk. Does the frosting taste more like cream cheese than sugar? The cake needs to be moist. Okay. So there's a little difference. Okay. There's a bit of a difference. Sure. But like, I, I don't think feel the frosting like... is mostly what I taste when I think of it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I just had, maybe I, I, all the devil's, or not red devil's food cake, maybe all the red velvet cake that I've had in the past are like shitty store-bought made with actual Play-Doh. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe I just haven't had a good red velvet cake. That's your next baking venture right there. Oh my God. Okay. There it is. There, there it fucking is. is. Um, speaking of things that are red, um, I've, this is a horrible, horrible fucking transition. Sure. But sure. speaking of things that are red, like, oh my God, like, welcome to my haul video for fucking September. Look at all the red things I bought at Sephora. Yeah. Um, what? I, I don't know. <laughs> for a minute, I thought you weren't kidding. I was like, was he really? Was like really at Sephora? No. Turning this into a haul podcast? Oh my God, this is a haul podcast. Imagine. I'm sure there's like hours long podcasts of white girls doing hauls. Oh, just Lordy. an audio of like, if you guys can look into the camera, like, Stephanie, there isn't a camera. It's just a microphone. Um, We should do a video podcast. No, we shouldn't. Isn't that weird? I always am like, I see video podcasts and I'm like, why don't you just do a vlog? Right. Why are you doing a video podcast? podcast put this on youtube editing i don't know yeah i don't know man regardless anyway um, what's red um blood blood's red and so is the title for stephen king's it which comes out in theaters like soon i guess Mm. um are you a stephen king fan have you seen any stephen king movies or tv series like what is your opinion on the stephen king universe so i hate the shining okay I feel like, like a lot of people don't like The Shining because it's like ridiculous. The book is boring as fuck. If I'm being oh, you've read the honest. book, okay. Yeah, Sam, their books exist. First what? of all, Stephen I, King is not a movie producer. Or I thought Stephen King was the star writer. of The Shining. Honey, I have a, I have are you, news for you. Are you, you telling me sweetheart. that Shelley Duvall isn't Stephen no, King? No, no. <laughs> Hello, it's Shelley Duvall. Hello, it's Shelley Duvall. <laughs> first of all, Stephen King's an Arthur. Arthur. Oh. Arthur? Um, I didn't I like Arthur. The Shining. It was way too long. I love Arthur too. Mm-hmm. Um, I then I tried to watch the movie and I didn't like the movie. Mm-hmm. But my fell and I know most people. My fella's like, you need to give another chance. We'll watch it again. So maybe I will someday. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the TV series. It the old TV series What's, that with they, Stephen Curry. Is that his name? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. The guy who did who was in um. What's that movie everyone likes? It's a bad movie. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> Oh, I'm honey, sorry you're gonna if get, you like you're that gonna, movie. You're gonna I get know, the gays are after the gays <laughs> are gonna come after me. Mm-hmm. Don't turn on your own, sweeties. Okay, <laughs> Listen, don't turn sweaty. on your own. Too much hate. Okay, oh my God, it's a bad movie. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I said anyway. my piece. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's him. I heard that for the new one, they were thinking they were they had considered Tilda Swinton for <gasps> it for the clown. Oh, don't tell me that because now I just wish it was Tilda Swinton. I know. Wouldn't she have just literally been perfect? Oh, my God. Tilda Swinton is like the Bjork of the acting world. She's like an enigma. It's like she's barely even human herself. She's probably is a fucking alien that is like dressing up like an actress. She played an Asian in that one movie. That Ooh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> and Doctor Strange, you know, took that part. Uh, yeah, she played, she played like a fucking kung fu leader or whatever. <laughs> God. Yeah, that I think that was a little bit of a misfire. Big but, mistake. Um, I still love Tilda, though. It's not. I'm just I, not going to blame I Tilda. I do love Tilda. We talked last week about how your your faves can be problematic. Mm-hmm. So true. Go Very listen true. to that. Go listen to that. Yeah, go fucking listen to that. Are you excited for this? I Wait, what other Stephen King? So you initially asked me if I like Stephen King stuff. I don't even remember. Like, I feel like everything is based on a Stephen King book. There's about 60,000 different Stephen King novels and ad- adaptations. Exactly. So it's understandable. So like years after I watch a movie, I'll find out it's like based on a Stephen King novel. And I'll be right? like, holy shit. Yeah, that's what I feel like. The with- Stephen King effect. It's like, oh, this was a Stephen King novel back in like 1976. Yeah. Crazy. What about you, though? Are you I mean, Stephen I, Kingsy? I, I'm not like, I, I don't feel like I'm, a, I'm not standing for Stephen King, mostly because I feel like that I haven't read any of his books because I'm basic. And I haven't seen a lot of the movie or TV adaptations. But the stuff that I have seen, I've really enjoyed. Like, I really, really enjoyed the TV or the movie adaptation of Misery with, uh, what's her face? Oh, I can't think of her name. Hold on. Um, I'm Googling it. Oh, it's, is it? Um, Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Right. Yeah, that came out she in 1990. Like- 
she's just perfect for like spooky thriller horror creepy roles yeah she's perfect for those i really really liked misery um i watched it a long time ago um and then i i watched a little bit of the um it tv series with with stephen curry or whatever um but I was kind of young and I didn't watch all of it because I was young and I didn't really understand what was going on. My sister was listening to the audiobook of it, which is about a billion hours long. I didn't mm-hmm. realize that like the the book, like the it book is like I, I bet it like breaks a thousand pages. Like it is a thick, dense book. Like it goes through their entire lives. It's crazy. He's got some super long ones. Like, yeah. in my opinion, unnecessarily long. Yeah. But I mean, they're some of them are really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't read it though. Um, well, what I know is that the there's the new Stephen King movie, the the adaptation of it is coming out in theaters, um, and I've heard really really good reviews about it. So I'm kind of stoked because like I love me some like suspense thriller with like kids and a crazy fucking clown. Like I'm I'm into it. Um, but I haven't since I haven't seen the fucking like TV adaptation of it. I'm like, do I do I need to watch that first before I get into it? Oh, The Green Mile was also Stephen King. Oh yeah, and that was an amazing movie. Um, it was wait, is Carrie Stephen King really? Did you see? Oh yeah, Carrie, of course. Did you see oh, yeah. The Mist? Oh yeah, The Mist. Holy the shit, Mist, that's Stephen King. Stephen King, right? This is what I. This is like. This is what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. It's you always think of a movie Stephen and then you're like, holy shit, that's Stephen King. Yeah. Um, um I liked The Mist. That was a. That's a pretty good one. No, like, good um, actors, really, but it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, right. Um, there's one that's coming out. Oh, God. There's a there's one that's getting turned into either a Netflix movie or a Netflix series. Hold on. Stephen King, Netflix. I just saw the trailer for it today, and it looked really good. Um, He's oh, got so much money. Right, I know. It's, it's an adaptation of Gerald's Game. Um, and basically, in the trailer, it's like this, like, older couple and they're trying to spice up their sex life and so the guy like um uh handcuffs his wife to a bed and then the guy ends up having a heart attack and dies in front of her so she can't like get away so i'm like what (laughs) yeah it's very uh what the fuck and so i show Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just I think it's I think it's just a Netflix movie because I don't know how the fuck you're going to make this into a series. I think that's coming out at the end of the month or something. Regardless, I'm kind of excited for it. Oh, I yeah, totally. Did you see the see old show? Well, I saw little bits and pieces of it. I never saw it all the way through. Um, it's really good, too. Like really? They condensed it into like a movie form and mm-hmm. like you can buy it on a, on DVD and it presents it to you as a movie. I didn't know it was originally like a TV series. Until yeah. Like, my fella told me. Oh. Um, yeah, it was so they like made it into like a movie afterward, I guess, or movie format. Well, what I'm curious is like, should I watch that one before I go to the theater and watch like the theatrical version of it or? I'd say like keep it. I If I had never seen the old one, I would go ahead and watch the new one first, probably. OK. Yeah. The guy who I- plays Pennywise is younger than me. I mean, isn't he a Skarsgård? There's like a billion Skarsgårds. Bill Skarsgård. He's 27. He's like two years younger than me. That's going to be weird to see. Oh, my God. Yeah, but I definitely want to see it for sure. I'm I don't I don't know when it's coming out. Hold on. It's it 2017. It is coming out September 8th. Oh, my God. In like two days. Oh, my God. This is coming out Friday. I don't think I'm going to go on the Friday release, but I think I might see it this weekend. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if I'll wait until I'm in D.C. Mm. I don't know. I'll have to see if we both want to see it, me and the fella. Well, next time, well, hopefully in the next couple podcasts, I'll have seen it so I can give a good review. Yeah. And by good review, I mean like really horrible review. Oh, and then that kid from Stranger Things in it. Yeah, he is. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm curious, like, because this kid is getting typecast for like all like 80s themed horror creepy things. Yeah. So he just, just like so well with it. It right, definitely. Like if Make it works, money, it, if it ain't broke, money. don't fix it, right? Mm-hmm. And like the kid will get older. I get. I'm sure he'll get other gigs, but like, I guess. I guess. Um. Well, there you go. So I wanted to see it. I want to see other things. I guess we're we're over time, so we could just jump into favorite things if you want. Oh sure, sure. Uh, these are a few of our favorite things. Favorite your country thing. version. <laughs> Oh, oh my just, god! I went. Oh my god! What if Dolly Parton sang all of the songs from what's the movie? Sound of Music. <gasps> oh my god! That would be so 
amazing. I just love her so much. She's just a hoot and all. Anyone who hates Dolly Parton has a problem. Yeah. I feel like, like people who who like hate Cher for no reason. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Oh my God. I saw burlesque. Oh, okay. I, I would you hate Cher after burlesque. That's my favorite thing. Oh my God, what? Well, it was going to be by Samsung. I got a curved monitor and I like it. It's interesting. I had to get it to enable, to be able to use my Elgato uh, capture thing with my Switch and still hear the audio. So I got one with like an audio jack and it's really good. It's like, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this thing being curved. Mm -hmm. Like with, you know, like with the dick. Sometimes you're like, I don't know about this curve. I don't know about this curve, y'all. I don't know about this curve. But then it hits the right spot. And you're like, And you're like, okay. 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 Uh, I understand. (laughs) So the monitor's good. Monitor's good. But yeah, Libby, our friend Libby, Mm -hmm. made me and Frame watch burlesque. Let me tell you. Did she tie you down? Basically. I mean, you'd have to, you know. Mm Uh, it was a hoot. It was interesting. The, so there are burlesque no good stars, men in it. Bur- so burlesque stars Cher and Christina Aguilera? Yeah. It's a double whammy, honey. It, that okay. is a lot of diva for one you get, screen. You get punched in both eyes. Yeah, okay. holy shit. You get a black eye after you're done watching <laughs> that fucking movie. That's for goddamn sure. Ex-China. This was like Ex-China's like on point year, though. Like really? she, she looks amazing. Her voice, more importantly, sounds amazing. Her least messy year of all time. Yeah, she she was hitting the nail on the head when she mm-hmm. made this movie. All except for the acting, horrible, horrible <laughs> everywhere. You know, usually movies horrible. require good acting, but everything was good except for the acting. Except for even the people who were the professional actors were bad in the movie. It was all a mess. Share. <laughs> A mess. I mean, but the thing is, I don't feel like I feel like if someone told Cher to act like I feel like that they just turned the camera on. They didn't give Cher a script because she wouldn't have read the script anyway, because she would have said, no, 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 (laughs) no. I don't know how she talks. I can't. I I don't know. I I can't talk like a sock puppet that's been around for 80 years. Oh, she does kind of look like a. She looks like a Muppet, like in a good way. She looks like a Muppet. She looks like a really good quality blow up doll. Oh, I see. I don't. I don't get blow up doll. I get Muppet. More yeah, like. but I, I see the Muppet. I see the Muppet because she, she seems like she's very hair. soft. It's long and yeah. I, mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. Like, I love Cher too. I love her. Mm-hmm. I love. I love. I love shitting on Cher, but I, at the end of the day, I'll always love Cher. Sure. Yeah, you gotta. No you one gotta give her Cher. props. She's accomplished a lot. She really has. Holy shit. And she she speaks shit about Trump on Twitter, so you gotta give her that. You know? Honestly, her she Twitter is a gold mine and it's it always has been it's messy it in is a good m- way mm-hmm. yeah it's oh messy. god it is very messy god bless her though have you seen burlesque i haven't seen the whole thing but i caught it on tv a couple times mm-hmm. and let me just say i wasn't mad but i oh. feel like i do need to see it all the way through the only upsetting part to me besides the acting mm-hmm. first of all Kristen bell's in it don't no wait that's not her name right Who? is her name Kristen bell wait hold on oh, burlesque hold on, hold on. Kristen, is that an is that an actor? Yeah, Kristen Bell. Mm, okay. Kristen Bell, that's someone's name. Okay, she's in it. She's like a rival burlesque dancer. She has almost oh, yeah. no storyline. It's very strange. Mm, and then yikes. the man that's Xtina's love interest, he's like bad. At the end, you're like, holy shit, are they really getting together? Because he's like abusive-ish, perhaps. Yikes. Yeah, it's one of those Uh-oh. movies where you're like, okay. Honey, no, no to this. No, no, guy. you need to pick no, someone no better. Come on, guy. girl. Uh huh. But other than that, like it was interesting. The whole movie takes place in like his apartment and a burlesque club. That's it. There's like literally two locations. They probably filmed this movie with like a ten dollar budget. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, honestly, it seems like they kept it on the cheap. Good for them. Yeah, and then ex- they probably just ex- raked in the dough from all the gays. Oh, probably so. Xtina mm-hmm. is a really good lip syncer, which is good. Well, I mean. She's, I mean, you think Britney would be the best lip syncer, but like X Tina's got it nailed down. Well, Which is I good because like high school musical, those kids do not lip sync well and it shows. Yikes. So yeah. At yeah. least you could admit it at this age. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I'm trying to see how much so their budget was fifty five million and then their box office, including DVD sales, was hundred and thirty million. So they oh, definitely so well, made a profit. They did, they did they defi- good. They definitely squeezed out the gays for all they're worth. Well, that's good. You know, God bless America. Sure. sure. Make that bank, honey. Well, well I might, I'll guess I'll have to watch it. I'll have to actually guess, watch it and not just catch know, like, you know, 30 minute segments of it. Don't put it on the top of your list. But sure. <laughs> 
you know, you don't have to watch it before you die. But if you if you happen to catch it, you know, it won't kill you. <laughs> if you happen to catch it on your deathbed, it'll be OK. It'll be you'll be fine. It won't it won't kill you. Right. Per se. Right. Well, a good favorite thing. I'll, I'll have Thank to catch you. that once. Some, How about someday. you? Um, so my favorite thing is it's not burlesque, unfortunately. What? I know. I know. Shocker. Um, so a long time ago, uh, I don't know if I if I made it my favorite thing one or two times because it had two seasons. There was a a um, these two comedians named Kate McCartney and Kate McLennan, who are Australian um, comedians. And they, they're kind of like a duo together. Okay. They made this YouTube uh, series called Get Cra- or not Get Kraken, called The Catering Show with a K because they're both named Kate. And that was the pun. Oh, yeah. You mentioned this, this. It was this Australian um, faux cooking show um comedic thing that was really really funny they did um the first season they put it on youtube but then they got some like grant money from the australian government or some shit and they got got to do a season two well um they got more money and teamed up with one of the broadcasters in australia and they um have a new show that's coming out currently called get kraken and it's spelled k-r-a-k exclamation point n which is ridiculous and oh, the premise man. is the two of them are TV show hosts that then they sh- uh, they <laughs> they host a morning show. But the only time slot that they would get or that um, people would give them was at 3 a.m. So it's this like the premise where they're hosting this 3 a.m. morning show and everything goes wrong and everything goes awry. Um, only two episodes are out so far. And it's only airing in in Australia currently, so I can only watch it with a VPN because that's how people watch shit these days. Um, but if you're in Australia or have a VPN and really like um, the catering show, I'd recommend Get Kraken because it's really, really funny. I really like these two comedians um, working together because they just like riff off each other constantly. They're super, super funny. Their um, uh, jokes are very like feminist, which I feel like is super, super fun. Like they make fun of Reddit sometimes and they make fun of like, how people think women aren't funny and a bunch of other things. It's very like, like off the, off the cuff. Very, very, very nice. I like it a lot. I really like their comedic style. Um, And they were like partnered with this defunct, like Hulu competitor called CISO. I don't know if anyone knows what CISO is. Never heard of her. It was like this NBC universal streaming platform in the U S it it fucking failed. It tanked like a, you know, fucking box of rocks um and so apparently they were supposed to like the streaming rights for the u.s was supposed to go to them but since they're defunct i don't know where or when we're going to be able to like see it legally here in the u.s so it's kind of like for y'all australians who have abc iview um you can check out get kraken i know you can find it on torrents and stuff and i know there's like some people post it to youtube before it gets taken down um but it's my favorite thing this week if you guys, if you can't watch it, which is probably most of you, I just re- re- recommend going to YouTube and typing in the catering show with a K and watching the first two seasons of the catering show because the wit is just super funny and it's super, super fucking hilarious. So there you go. Catering show. So, get cracking. Kate McCartney. Kate McLennan. So if you live in Australia, you can watch it for free on yes. like, you don't have to have like a, like a buck here like where you have to have like a comcast account to log in to watch tv or like a no abc fucking thing or yeah it's it's funded by the australian government through like one of their like publicly funded channels oh interesting so i I think it's to check that out then i think it's on it's it's on abc which in australia stands for the australian broadcasting corporation it's on the abc website that's american broadcasting this is america they stole it from america (laughs) Um, I, I don't remember what the, it's like, I don't know if it's abc.co.au or abc.net.au. I don't know. Y'all can figure it out. Get your fucking domain names right. Um, Okay. Australia, get it together. Get it together. Get it together. Just don't be with GoDaddy. That's all I Can you imagine living in a country where you have to type like dot com dot and then something else? Dot co dot UK. Yeah, like yeah, dot yeah. net dot au. Oh my goodness gracious! That is oh, too much tapping me, for my little hands. You're giving me goose pimples just thinking about it. Ooh, ooh! I don't want to give you nothing, honey. <laughs> That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have to check that out because the I still need to watch the catering show. I definitely but, um, recommend the catering show. But this new show, would it get cracking? Get cracking! It's 
like just come out like in yeah, the past it's, it's, like couple years yeah so it, it started airing last week and there's eight episodes oh. and they're um i think they air every wednesday in australia so it it's a weekly thing it's not just it's not not all just out immediately like the catering get show was Kraken, um australia so yeah there you go get cracking with uh kate mccartney kate mclennan i recommend it if you're in australia if you're not in australia and you haven't watched the catering show i'd recommend just watching the catering show since you can't really access get cracking very easily if you're not in the au so there you go wow good favorite thing i just googled it and like all i get are good reviews well i guess that's a good thing that's good oh and they have a little preview up on their twitter they're on it, girl. Oh, they are on it. They are on the social media. Yeah, They're I'm definitely going to watch this. This reminds me of, there was a show that I just recently watched, and it's on YouTube, and it's presented as like a talk show, but it's done by these two comedians. And it's Ooh. sort of like, I don't remember the name of it. I'll have to look it up and do uh, talk about it next week. But yeah, it's yeah. like, it's uh, seems to be similar, where it's like presented to you as a show, mm-hmm. but it's not like a real show. But you it's know? fake, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what this is. Oh, I'll check it out. Definitely. Well, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Uh, we got a couple questions. Let's do it. We got a couple. I think, you know what? One of them, I think, will will take some exposition from us. So I'm going to do, I'm going to choose this other one, and we can do okay. the, the other one next week. That's totally this fine. This one's from Dylan, who is my least favorite Bratz character. I'm sorry that your name um, is Dylan. Wow. Hashtag blocked. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Dylan says, hey, guys, love the podcast. Longtime listener. First time caller. Two questions. Boxers or briefs? And what are your thoughts on jockstraps slash thongs and other sexy underwear on yourself or on other guys? Stay classy. Dylan from Rhode Island. Well, thanks, Dylan. Sorry, Joe automatically hates you because he's prejudiced. Sorry that your name sucks, Dylan. Sorry, your parents have shit tasting names, Dylan. 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 God, I got so used to just like saying that with such a, a bitchy tone from the Bratz Let's Play. You bitchy? I what? never. Honey, I'm the nicest fucking person you'll ever meet. God damn. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> All nah. right, so first question, boxers or briefs? Um, boxer briefs. I like boxer uh, briefs. I like boxer briefs, and I feel like that's such like a cop out answer because it's like boxers or briefs, but like boxer briefs are totally like fine, right? I like the yeah, that's like, a thing. I like no, I like them. I like how it's more cloth, but I like how it's it's hugged to my skin. I don't like I like my bits together, but not too together, yeah. like in briefs. But I like it. Like I don't I don't like things. I don't want my my twiggly bits flopping around like in boxers. I need support. Yes, I do need. I need that. as much goddamn support as I can get. I need Let me tell you. And like, I don't like regular briefs because they like they hug your balls like right underneath, and the straps are just like right there. I feel like I'm a drag queen like tucking when I'm wearing briefs. Yeah, I can see that. So just I, like yeah. they're right up there. I'm just like, ooh, girl. Like I just upgraded. I'll have you know, I used to wear. Ooh. Kids size small boxer oh briefs. Hanes small. <laughs> but I upgraded to children's size medium boxer oh, briefs. I have you know. I'll have you know when I go I'll to Goodwill you know. and give them my my <laughs> child small boxer briefs. They're gonna look me in the straight in the fucking eye and they're gonna be like, what the fuck are these? What the fuck? You know how awkward it is being an adult and buying children's underwear when it's like clear you don't have children. Mm. And you're like, this is this looks creepy as fuck, first Yikes. of all. Girl, That's I'd just buy I that shit off Amazon it. if I were you. I'd usually do. I usually order it online, but I needed I'm like my underwear. I wear it till it disintegrates. Oh, and totally. Like, There's no point in like no throwing away underwear that's still usable. No, and I, so I've I've my elastic bands were popping, and it was time to get new ones. It was time and to go to Target. Target and to go to Target. Oh, that's so cute! You and your fella picking out underwear for you <laughs> in the children's section. You know, it's nice because at the Target in DC, the children's section and the men's section are right across from each other. So like, so it's he like can you, shop you could just pretend that you're just like in the wrong aisle only you're not oh exactly exactly <laughs> oh how did i end up here Ooh, oh, why is that mannequin wearing my outfit oh no oh oh my god <laughs> why does this oh. toddler look like they weigh a little more than me i don't know <laughs> oh my god i wonder if that four-year-old that thing that four-year-old weighs more than half of me probably oh i'm Lordy. sure you and that four-year-old can start like swapping outfits now 
I was thinking, I was like, he shops in the kids section at Target. We can like get matching outfits. Yeah, holy shit. You Shoot. could like have, like you have a fashion degree. He isn't potty trained. Like things are great. <laughs> Four-year-olds are potty trained, honey. <laughs> are they Are they potty trained at four? <laughs> yeah. Hell, oh my he's God. walking around exploring. Were you potty trained when you went to kindergarten? Yes. Okay, there's your answer. Because he'll be. Did you go to kindergarten at four? Oh no, next year he'll be in kindergarten. Oh, okay. Next year. Oh, my God. God bless wow. him. Oh, it was cute, they though. They grow up so fast. His mom's got him and the new baby, like, matching shirts. And I was like, I, I want in on this. Give me Aww. one of those next time. That sounds oh. pretty gay. Oh, next time. I don't know about that next Ooh, time. Ooh, yeah. Yikes, girl. <laughs> you might have um, to have a flask with you next time. Oh, honey. For sure. Mm. Ooh. And, uh, okay, second question was thoughts on jock straps, thongs, and other sexy underwear on yourself well, you know, and other guys. Yeah, well, Leah, let's stop talking about underwear and kids and start talking about <laughs> jock straps and consenting adults. Sure. Um, I don't have anything against them. I don't think I have like a like a sexual thing with underwear. Like, I don't think that's like a fetish of mine. Um, I think a jock strap can look cute on a guy. Totally. Um, I've never had a jock strap myself. I've never been in sports. I've never like done any of that. So I don't own one. Oh, per I se. assume we're talking like fashion jock straps, not well, like. Oh, I, I, I feel like a lot of gays that I know, like have a jock strap that they wear for like sexual funsies that they acquire during high school or something. Oh, that's gross. Right. I'm just kind of like, I don't oh. want them to have actually used it for sports. <laughs> or like, I want it sweating. to be a fake jock strap. I want it to yeah. be just fashion only. Exactly. I don't I don't have anything against jock straps. I've never worn one myself. I don't really have anything against them, but it's kind of like. I don't know. Like, I, I I like boxer briefs, but I don't like briefs. So I feel like a jock strap would just like, I mean, I know my ass will be hanging out, but my twiggly bits will be like all bunched up together. And I don't I don't like that feeling. Mm-hmm. What are your opinions on jock straps? I didn't have any sexy underwear. I think we've talked about it previously, but I didn't own any until this past year. Like, oh, that's right. And um, I started getting it. I have to get it on eBay. I have to get it from uh, China because they well, make It's hard to get sexy ones. underwear in size toddler. Exactly. It's, you know, there's a reason you don't. There's a reason why they don't make sexy underwear in your size. Sure. Mm. So I have to get like the the smallest Chinese uh, sizes. Mm -hmm. And I like them like, okay. I've and I, I I've only worn them obviously in this in this relationship and my I don't really particularly care if the other guy wears any sexy underwear I just like wearing it sometimes like gotcha. for him um but then I've also like this summer was really hot and I you know walked around a lot in the city and having a jock strap is a, is nice sometimes when it's super hot outside you don't get swamp ass you don't get swamp ass and you're mm-hmm. you're just you're your girls are out in the back, breezing around. Yeah, you're easy breezy, beautiful. Your buns are back there, chilling. Mm-hmm. B- buns are catching some air. It was, it was nice. I do agree, though, that, like, I don't like them for daily wear. They're not. Yeah. They're the most comfortable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like them for sexy. I like wearing them for sexy occasions. I probably have about five or six of them at this point. Nice. And then I accidentally bought a straight up thong, like, the, I'm sure that was an accident. It was literally an accident because <laughs> I was hoping for this. I have this thing. It's it's kind of like a jock strap, but it's just like assless underwear. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and I thought I was ordering a second pair because I really liked the first one I got, but no, it was like a literally a g-string thong. I have not worn it once. It's the most uncomfortable thing. I tried it on. Most uncomfortable thing ever. It's just like feels like there's something stuck in your ass crack. Yeah, I feel like that it would, it would feel like you have toilet paper in your ass crack yeah and i don't feel like it gives you a sexy like silhouette it's mm-hmm. weird looking honestly i don't want something back there scraping again like what if i don't wipe good enough then that, that's that's, that's my but honestly i i'm just like asking for a fucking accident with those g-strings <laughs> you're like that g-string's gonna get you don't want that's rubbing against all day long you know mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. help that's yeah, a booty it's, hole. It's, it, that's a booty hole. It's rubbing that's against my third hole. eye. So. Exactly. I don't want anything rubbing against that all day. Yeah, I don't want to cross the brown line. Yeah, no. No. Mm-hmm. No for well, I'm, me. I'm, I'm curious what... Because um, obviously, when I think of G-strings, the first thing I think of is women. And I'm like, are do women think that G-strings are comfortable? Like, are like, what is the consensus with well, this of having that like in between your ass crack? 
I guess a lot of women wear them for functional purposes, of course, because Mm -hmm. for like tight jeans, you don't or like tight dress pants. You don't want like an underwear line. Gotcha. So You got the G string. Um, Yeah, but I don't know if it's if other people think they're comfortable or not. I definitely didn't. I did not feel I felt weird. Yeah. I felt like I had a wedgie all day long. Yeah, that's it's like I don't want that feeling. No. Any girls that listen or other, it doesn't even, you don't even have to be a girl. Anyone who listens who has had a G string or have opinions of G strings and have personal experience, let us know. Cause I'm very curious. Like, do you, uh, do you enjoy wearing your G string? Do you wear it for practical purposes? Like Joe was talking about, do you wear it for your partner because it's sexy? I'm curious. Cause like, I don't know. I don't know much about the G string world. Agreed. Let us know. Tweet at let us. It, yeah. Let us know. Please, please, please tweet us. Please, please talk to me. Please. Please, God. Lord, so sad. I know. Just sad. I'm sorry. I'm so sad all the time. <laughs> well, thank you, Dylan, oh, for your Dylan. question. Have fun in Rhode Island. I don't Ugh. know. God, say hi to Rhode Islanders. I don't, I don't know. know what's in Rhode Island. I don't even know where it is. I don't, it's, I, like, it's not an island, is it? It's like it's South Massachusetts. Rhode Island. That's oh, where Rhode okay. Island Institute of Design or whatever, Riz, RISD. I know this that's a famous design This isn't even an island. School. Oh, it's, Joe's Honey. discovering out everyone's lies. You need to sort your state out. Okay, that's all I got to say to you. Y'all okay. need to rename your goddamn state because you're rename lying to it. the rest of the world. Fix it. Sort yourselves. Get your shit together, goddamn it. Get it together. All right, well, good question. <laughs> yeah, good fucking question. Are, is <laughs> that it? Is you. that all we have? That's all we have this week. Uh, Easy, breezy, beautiful. Yep, as usual, we do need your questions. Uh, Please, God, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yep, and we will tell you in the outro how you can get a hold of us. And um, we don't have it. Next week, we'll have a bonus for the Patreon patrons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, we will see the rest of you guys next week. Yep, yeah, bye, you little minions. I'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show sam and joe also you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments or hit us up on our facebook page facebook.com slash the show sam and joe and if we like what we hear we may play your message in a future show that number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469 we also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated five dollars or more Thank you to Alex P. Alexander B. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Devin D. Dylan M. Eric H. Feliciano D. Henrich B. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan S. Joshua L. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. Nick I. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Zachary H. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show! Show.